if you were to describe my voice, what would it be? Oh, how would you describe it? Like to the audience, like listening. It's calming. Calming. Oh, so that's pretty nice. It's calming. Yeah. It is uh, anak ng compression sounding. <laughs> it's compressed. <laughs> compressed. <laughs> if I just saying that to someone, would oh, can you describe my voice? It's like anyone, no one will ask that. But like, <laughs> like your voice sounds very compressed. I really like it. It's got a lot of compression. <laughs> your, to voice, it. <laughs> your voice sounds like it's got lots of reverb on it. It's great. Your, your voice is so mastered. <laughs> like, what? It's mixed so well. It's mixed so well. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing raw voices. Yeah, no. Just got the right amount of bass and treble. <laughs> I'd, I'd say I'd say Raf's voice is um, baritone. 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 All right, here we go. Singer, singer talk. Here we go. What's, ba- what's, what's, the, what's baritone? Baritone's like kind of in the, in the lower mid-range. register. Yeah. Lower register. There's bass. There's baritone. There's alto. So if you were in voice to men, you'd be that baby. I'm sorry. Oh my. You'd be Michael oh. McCary. Oh, yeah. Hey baby, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know you cheated, but I just didn't care. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second. I know, which, song, which song are you referring to? I'm referring to End, End of, of the, the Road. Road. He says that. It's like, baby, I'm sorry. No, yeah, he, did. he was the one that didn't cheat. She cheated. Yeah, she cheated. I know you cheated. But, but I just like, didn't care. Yeah. Wait, he, says, he that. says that? He, he says, says that. In the I mean, song? In yeah. the song. I've been jaded this entire time. He says that in the song. He's like, I'm about to go cheat on you like the other fellas, but that's all right, baby, or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm not like the other and fellas. Then the, and then that little like... Uh, please forgive me. Yeah, it comes up after. <laughs> Let, let's talk about that for a second. Like, look, like, why would he? Why, why didn't he, he didn't care about being cheated on? That's such a uh, low mm. self esteem. I think self worth. Yeah, low mm. self worth. <laughs> couldn't find any. Anything better? <laughs> couldn't, <laughs> couldn't find any roads. You know, that's fucked up. Uh, but man. he said that. You didn't even know he said that. I had no idea. I stopped listening to him after he said that. I'm like, what? You should care, bro. I thought, I thought End of the Road was just about a, a relationship not working. And then no, no. I didn't realize that there was cheating involved. Yeah. Damn. She cheated in the, in the song. This, this, solidifies, didn't care. this solidifies my argument that our, most R&B music is just about sex and cheating. That's it. Mm. So how's your music going? <laughs> 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 it's not inspiring yet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not enough of that. Oh uh, man, have we um, have we started the? Oh, I haven't started. Can you start the video for me while I Uno while Uno I momento. start playing some some music? Hey, uh. let me let me play the. I'm gonna play the original version of that. Yes. Not 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 the not the. S- Oh shit! Jeez, man, don't fucking, be tripping. This fucking couch is low as it hell. It is low. This is very strategic, huh? Ra? It was. You see, you see the, the the couch placement that we have right now. Jesus Christ! I'm all the way over here. <laughs> kind of like I'm like a, an audience, and you guys are over there in, in a in a in a conveniently colored um, couch representing the the color of oh faded Lord. faded love because it's faded oh red. <laughs> it's Why? faded red, so it's oh. faded love. <laughs> Oh, sheesh. Uh, it's going to be a long day. <laughs> <laughs> so, for context, for all the listeners out there, I'm going to put context. In there. Our special guest on the show and I used to date. Oh, damn. So, we're just going to put it out there. Yeah, it is what it is. We've got to start this right. This song is just for you guys in your love chair. Fuck you, Raph. 
saying fuck you, Raph. Fuck you, mate. You are everything. Oh. Honestly, like, I <laughs> feel like milk this so hard. Hard, hard. <laughs> I knew, I knew are this was ready? coming. <laughs> this is, this is why I was late because I, I was dreading this. <laughs> it's like I know exactly what this is gonna be. I'm gonna milk this just for a second. I feel, I feel like it's a Sunday afternoon. I feel like 70% of the podcast is Raph giving me shit. Yeah. I like roasting yeah. me. Or all wanting right. to know about my dating life. That's all just right, sing it on. Sing it on, all right? I think you gotta do like dancers. Sing it. <laughs> everything is you. You are everything. He's having too much fun. I know. Hey. Oh. That's a fire song. Though. Remember the last time, the last episode? When last you were in London, at least we had like water between us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you were in London, yeah. on the other side, he and Nats were going in. They were like teasing. So, how does it feel to see Bless again? <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have Blessy Picker on our on the podcast as our special guest. Yes, it's good so. to be here, guys. Mm. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Uh, I'm, just, I'm just surrendering to um, this tone. <laughs> I mean, I've yeah. More time, time. This is my life. This is my life. Is it really? This is my life. Wow. Come on. This is a rare moment. I can never have this chance in, in my lifetime ever again. What do you probably. mean? You can never have this moment. What? The first time seeing you guys together while I'm over here. Yes. What? The first time, I'm not gonna get this the first time again, you know? Oh, okay. The second time oh. won't be as good as the first time, you know? You, you, you know, Don. Never is. <laughs> so, I'm just trying to. You always remember your first. Yeah. Milk in this moment. Always remember like, your life first. is about moments, and this is one of them. Life so, welcome once again. Yo, 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 Welcome to another episode of the Chicoters Podcast. My name is Raph. This is episode number 151. And I am here with my usual suspect of Don Doing Stuff. What's doing? Shouts to Nats Blazing all the way in London town. He couldn't be here today, but shouts to you. We love you. We'll see you again soon. Love you, Nats. And we have a special guest for this very, 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 very special episode. And I feel like you know I, what would have been. Should, we should get like shots every time that he has to play that song. We all take a shot, including you. Yes, yes. I, yes, I feel yes. like if we planned this better, one four three would have been a better episode to record yes, this one. Yes, one four three would have been an episode. Yeah. But like either way, you come here sleeveless. Everything's the right timing. It'd be oh, all good. Actually, you know what? He was like, "Don't taking a while to get here." He's probably like putting on a vest. <laughs> Look, picking, picking the right vest. Should I go with the denim vest or the the formal vest? Oh my god! He's like he's going to tarot cash. I'm like, first of all, who goes to tarot cash? <laughs> I would because I'm old as fuck. <laughs> but you know, I was I was worried because he's, he was coming like he was coming late as you, as you would know. But <laughs> I'm sorry. <What>? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but what? he came late <laughs> and then I was wondering why it'd be late like I was trying to think of other reasons and then what came to me is like maybe it's been a while since they you know been together and you, you know what's better to make a first impression better than making a first impression is making an, oh the, latest impression. So the latest impression the latest impression I don't impression even know if that made longer. any grammatical sense yeah yeah I know but 
All I'm saying is that he's trying to impress you. Impress the bless. Compress. Compress with compress. the bless. Impress with the compress. Impress the bless with the compress. Oh, okay. so, now it's all coming back to me. Now it's coming back to you. Now you want to go back to Wollongong and be like, nope. Oh, <laughs> no see thanks. guys, it's been nice. <laughs> but all the way from Wollongong, we got bless. She's a musician, yep. a business coach, or and, and a great friend. An ultra entrepreneur. Mm. And she's doing fantastic. How you been? Welcome. <sighs> I've been good. I've been busy in a good way. I'm trying not to use the word busy. I'm going to say productive. Nice. Instead. It's a good word. Mm. That's a better word than busy because a lot of people yeah. I for me I find that I'm always busy in quotation mm. marks, but I would rather be productive than busy. Yeah, so I'm going to use the word productive. Nice. Speak it into existence. Manifest as well. Love it. Love yeah. it. And you look so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is how I watch a movie. <laughs> you know? Wow! I just sit down, watch a movie, just like this, and it's ready to observe. Ready yeah. to observe. I'm a very okay. observe, observing person. I like to observe how people interact. So he also likes the shit stir. And I can see that. So this is kind of like two of my fortes mixed, <laughs> mixed into one episode. He's so. gonna have so much. He's already having too much fun. I'm having, I'm having way too. I always want to like just cut him off. <laughs> Take but that mic off you. I got the mixer here. <laughs> 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 yep. I control everything. But um, the reason why, I'm like, um, I wanted you to get on the show is that you've been really spitting some. It's motivational stuff Truths. on your Instagram, mm. Instagram, some truths, some gems, and yes. that's how I like. I reached out to you. I'm like, man, what you're doing is so good. Thanks, we should get man. you on the show. We should, we should get this, this inspirational vibe and put it back into the show Sprinkle because, it. like, Sprinkle I do everywhere. see as you and Don as the most inspirational people that I know. Oh. Every time, oh. we, every time we talk, we I feel oh. like I'm inspired to do more of my yeah. shit better oh. than before. So I love that to have you guys on the show at the same time. Man, I feel like we're going to be super inspired. I think so too. I think um, jokes aside, every time I hang out with this guy or speak to him, at least like it, it gives me a little bit more fire to do what I'm supposed to do. Mm. And mm. it's like, a, and we say this a lot, like shut up, vice, vice versa. You know, we give each other that kind of motivation, like, okay, we're on the right path, the right track. And then it's like a, a safe space to be able to do that in yeah. our own lanes. Yeah. So I like that and I like this and I appreciate this. Appreciate mm. y'all and what you are doing. Oh, thanks, and staying thanks. consistent with it too. That's it. Huge. That's thanks, it. Dude. Because you've been here, the last time you were here was episode 70, I think it would be. Was it? Yeah, it, it, felt, like, it felt like, probably like around then. Around the was, 70s. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, we were still at Street Uni then, I remember that. that yeah, was like yeah. Way oh, wow. back. That was closer to that when we first had Leanne mm. on the show. That so. was 2019 June, because that's when I was in Yeah, London. two years ago. Boom, yeah. Holy moly. Man. Look, 2020 was cancelled anyway, so that doesn't really count. So. We still worked. You cheat coders don't stop. <laughs> we <laughs> still were doing podcasts. Yeah, we tried the Zoom thing. It was terrible, but we still did it. I hated Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Really? I hated yeah. Zoom podcasting. Oh, I hated Zoom. Mm. It, brought us back to, it brought us back to when we were podcasting when I was in Singapore. That was uh, in but London. Still, like, for some Sydney. reason, the Zoom was worse than that. Like when we were together. Because, because, because yeah. the internet in Sydney is shit. Yeah, that's probably really? it. Yeah. Well, compared to Singapore... And like You're jokes right. didn't land properly. Like I couldn't Timing. be myself. Yeah. yeah. Like I would say something, it'd be quiet for about five seconds and I'd feel <laughs> bad for five seconds and then they laugh. <laughs> and I'm like, then I feel track. bad for feeling Love bad. Track. <laughs> <laughs> and I start overthinking things. I was like, Zoom wasn't it for podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I wouldn't recommend Zoom um, podcasts for any um, people who do podcasts out there. Skype worked better. Yeah, I think it was Skype. Skype was much better. How was, how was 2020 for you? 
because we, we <sighs> 2020 2020 you, you mentioned 2020 mm. is cancelled yeah it was in a lot of ways but and i know that you must have been impacted a lot in terms of the yeah. music i did um for the first few months i think um i like everybody else had to get silent and recalibrate yeah and i wasn't gigging so gigging was like a big part of my week mm. i would gig up until that point maybe two or three times a, a week easily mm. um and then mm. when that went away i had to like ask myself oh what am i doing <laughs> what am i doing again who am i again who am i who am i again um but the things that ran, ran true from years and years ago when I first started this journey, it was still the same, it was still the same underlying core value mm. or it was still the same like want or need or desire. It was still there. Um, but I think I was also simply just navigating my way through different seasons of um, could be gigging, could be events, could be other projects along the way to, to funnel out what, I love and what I don't love and what I could spend energy on and yeah. mm. learn from and then kind of just you take all of those experiences and you can actually refine it to who then you're supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. So 2020 gave me that like inward work. And that, it, did that lead to the business coaching thing? It did. It did because mm. I think so for a lot of different ways I was um, maybe denying that part of my identity mm. because informally I'd be doing it for so long with just people, people that were in my life either re related to me or the younger generation or youth or whatever it might have been. And I was just natural at advising or, mm. or providing a path of some sort. And it was never, and it was always easy, easy to do when it wasn't defined because then I didn't have to tie myself to living up to whatever that expectation was mm. or that label was. So I could just weave in and out of it and just like drop those gems or drop those, mm. yeah. those things of knowledge. And because I think I was still, and probably still am, I'll always, and as creatives, I think we all do, um, we question our self-worth because we attach it so much to our crea creative identity. Yeah. And if it, that doesn't reach a certain peak or point, we think that of our actual selves. Mm. So not being able to like call myself a mentor or a coach for the longest time, that came from that, yeah. I think. But it was something so natural to me. Yeah. yeah. Frustrating. And we'll speak, we were speaking before the podcast about like how it was hard for our generation to be inspired yep. and become like... Creatives. Be up, become yeah. a creative. Yeah. And then like some of us, especially me, has learned to figure out their business or their like their aspirations late in the game. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I figured it out in my late 20s and now people are doing the same thing now mm -hmm. in their early 20s. Yep. I.e. your brother. Yes. And, and yeah, it was, it, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, that's to, to Jericho it, and Boom Child. Yeah. Boom child. <laughs> it's crazy how like, yeah, like can we elaborate on like well, what we were talking about then? Yeah. So it's in on one hand, we're frustrated for ourselves for not being as ahead as what we could have been if we mm. started earlier. Yeah. Um, on the other hand of that, when you lean into something higher than yourself and you're like, no, actually I'm on time for whatever it is that I'm supposed to do in this life, that's cool. And what I've been able to do along the way, help uh, pave a path, break down the door for the next generation, mm. that's, there's purpose in that. Yeah. And so I have to let go of any form of resentment 
or any sort of uh, resentment to yourself, beating yourself up for maybe not realizing it sooner or trying it sooner mm. or letting go or whatever it might have been. Um, then again, early 20s was the best time. It you was. Know, it was a great time, you know, the clubbing days. I know, exactly. <laughs> Getting drunk, dancing on the podiums, being, you know, yeah, without I mean, being asked to. You victim, know, awesome. done, yeah. done all that. Yeah. yeah and and it's, it's good, like, life learning experience. You're like, well, I'm not going to do that again. But it was an, it's nice to sort of reflect back on and go, okay, there's a time where I was a bit reckless in a lot of ways. Mm. It, it helps navigate you back to your true north. Yeah. So it's, it's never really a waste. Any yeah. experience really is. Yeah, so people in their early 20s, you know, you don't have to aspire. You know, you got time. You can just um, be a bit, <laughs> bit, you know, reckless. Just relax. Just, just relax. Ca- calm just down. chill. Enjoy. Mm. And then <laughs> but it, it comes with their whole, it comes with their whole cohort of people. Everything mm. is in a rush because they have access to things so quickly. Yeah, yeah. And so they take that behavior with them with to everything that they do. Mm. Whereas for us, things were a little less accessible and mm. it was always between extremes. Now the the playing field is a lot more level, I, so people yeah. can. And I think you're you're just talking about like you know kind of paving the way for for younger generations. Yep. For us, it that wasn't a pathway. No. It never was a pathway to be a creative. No. Y- if you're if you're a Filipino, you're a young Filipino. When we were growing up, it was like you're going to be mm-hmm. a nurse, you're going to be an accountant, you're going to be yep. like a doctor, you're going to be anything, you're going to do IT. <laughs> anything outside of being a creative convention yeah it was that that was it the was, it was always it was a, it was always a um a trade-off between convention and creative yeah yeah like the, because now we're the second we're the first generation australian filipinos yeah. yeah um the people like i was speaking with bless as well we're we're gonna probably see the next generations doing things that we don't understand kind of like how mm. that generation sees us seeing doing creative as something that they don't understand mm. And the thing is, like, I feel like the generation after us, the kids that we're going to have, super lucky. Oh, so lucky. Super lucky to the fact that, you know, they Mm. can be... Blessed even. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so, like, they're going to be super lucky because they can be be creative. They could be whatever the hell they want. Like... There's more freedom. There's more freedom in this generation. To be themselves and show up as themselves. Yeah. And... You know, it's just like you said. Every everybody that grew up Filipino um, has this expectation of um, who they're supposed to be. Who they're supposed mm. to be. It's 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 trying to be um, uh, living up to the expectation. Mm. And when that is so far away from who you are or what is aligned to you, it's really hard to live. Yeah, just mm. to exist. Just just talking about that as well. The whole idea about identity. Yes. Right. Like we, as Filipinos, you know, growing up as Filipinos, we're meant to be whatever our parents thought we were supposed to be. Right? Dictated to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when you're the, what you're saying, like when we wanted to be creatives, that didn't align with what the identity was that yeah. we were supposed to be. So conflicting. And it's 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 so hard to live in that because yep. you're questioning who you are. Hmm. You know, you're questioning who you are, not just what you want to do in life. It's like, it's bigger than just like, oh yeah, I like yeah. music, so I like I like it. It's, it's more than just that. It's more like, yep. who am I? So for, <laughs> who for, the hell am I? For us as a generation, because we're all in the same sort of cohort here, mm. it's that we also had to go through the challenge of what you're saying yeah. and get uh, find the self-belief enough to just try. Yes. And even that self-belief to just try, it's not even to 
go jump in full wholeheartedly. Mm. It was only like, maybe I'll just dip a toe in the pool. It was never fully in because you still wanted the conventionalism because, for example, you would have a family party or a community event or something like that and people will come up to you and ask you what you're doing, what you're up to. Mm. And indirectly, what they're asking is, how successful are you now? Yep. That's what I hate. I hated. Yep. I hated. Yep. That, I hated that question, though. Like, Gosh, you need to tell me to shut up. Every now? single question. Yeah. Every single question. The fact that people yeah. like like go up to you and be like, "What? Like, uh, what do you do? What do you do yes. again?" Yes. And then you say, it's "Say." A job you can say like, "Musician or videographer." Mm-hmm. But then they would follow up. It's like, "No, no. What do you do?" Yes. And that would really mm. like. I, I had like it years like, trying to figure that out. Well, it feels like any creative um, profession needs to be. Um, fully justified. Yeah. Mm. There was no, it's not like, and I'm not shitting on them in any way, but it's not like saying like if you're an engineer or a nurse or something and you just answer that to whomever in the community or family member, whatever it is, mm. and you just go, yep, I'm an engineer or I'm a nurse. They're like, good. It's, yeah. And that's it. No follow that's up, it. no follow up, no further questions <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. And no suggestions, no advice. Right. Like, have you considered yeah. this? Also, have you considered right. that? You know, yeah, it also comes down to what we're talking about with the like the path that was paved, right? Those paths, being an engineer, being a nurse, being an accountant, all of those things were already paths that exist yes. for the, the the previous generation. Right. And so when we say that title, they're like, oh yeah, that makes sense for whatever their sensibilities are because yeah. they've seen it before. But when you mention videographer, musician. They're like, oh, that's a nice hobby. I'm like, no, yeah, no, yeah. this is a real thing. <laughs> Yeah. That'd be like back in the day in the 90s, be like, oh, I'm going to be a computer um, IT person. You'd yeah. be like, mm. what does that do? What, do they what do? does How that mean? Well, why don't you be a nurse or a doctor? <laughs> yeah. Because back in the 90s, computer, computers was just the beginning, right? right? Mm. So I could yeah. see kind of like the people growing up in the 80s, seeing the new mm. computers things and these new jobs generated from it. Yeah. And then people like uh, um, having that con- same conversation. Oh, what do you do? It's like, oh, I work with computers. And yeah. then they'll be like, Maybe you should consider this something that they're yeah. very used to. So I, I see the the parallel of that generation with the computers coming in with this generation with yeah. create, the creative life just becoming more prominent. It's always going to be like that with something that's new and upcoming mm. because there's no knowledge or education around it. And there's so much risk. So yeah. much more risk. So, in there's that. so much more risk. There's no security in it. And yeah. I guess us as a minority community um, rely on security mm. because. Yeah. The story is they come here with nothing and they build whatever it is that they're supposed to have yeah. in a conventional sense to fit into the mold of what um, the Anglo way is. Mm. Yeah. And that's acceptable. And only the, and like even then, they still don't see themselves as worthy collectively. Mm. And so that trickles down to us. So if, if, you, if we think about how we operate or how we even um, – go for our goals or our dreams, half the time it's a battle of like asking ourselves if we're even deserving of. Yeah, it comes down to, it comes down to work within, you know. <laughs> you need a minute. Oh, something, something. Hit a minute. No, no, I'm, I'm, going I'm just, I'm just, I'm in silent agreement of you. Yes. Because see the goosebumps in his biceps. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that's one. Oh, that's 50. That's 50. <laughs> But um, yeah, like it comes down to that and the fact that you need to believe in yourself. It, it comes down to like, it's hard enough trying to impress other people right. and that's going to trickle down to how you see yourself in the mirror mm. and much. how you see your life in the mirror like in the future. 
and it's a forever process. Uh, it is. Yeah. It is. I, I've gone through that process of yeah. like trying to identify myself of what I do. What's my main thing? Yeah. And then trying to say that to the family who was kind of different mm-hmm. to like they they want me to become a nurse. They want me to become something that's wasn't aligned to who aligned you are. to that wasn't aligned to who I am. And then exactly. therefore, I've went through that process. But then mm-hmm. I found that I'm really good at what I do. Right. I am. So I, I, yes, I consider myself really accomplished with all the things that I've done. Hundred percent from mm. the podcast, from the show, from the videography, from the business, everything from it. I, yeah. And then it came to a point. Now, every single time someone asks me what I do, I say that I own a business that does videography and media. Mm. And yeah. I'm not gonna like you know I'm not gonna say anything else. And if they ask a follow right. up question, I'll say the exact same thing. I've gained that confidence from say about ten years ago. Mm. Saying people asking me what I do is like oh. I do, this, I, I I do, do videos, this. and they're like, oh, what do you really do? I do retail. Uh, that was the that was the right. that was the conversation ten years ago. The conversation now is, what do you do? I do videos, and I own a business. Right, doing okay. videos. I coined this term. Oh, I don't know if it, I coined it, but I I've kind of um, something you often say. Yeah, so, well, more so in recent times. Um, and there, if people ask, what do you do? I'm trying to exercise the um, the notion of I'm an entertainmentpreneur. Mm. So did you? That's the, that's a that's a pretty good term. I like that one. <laughs> Entertainmentpreneur. It's, because it's kind of like a little bit of a lot of things, and it was never really defined in one specific thing. Because I think that um, there was more to me than um, just the music. Just, yeah, just yeah. doing the music. It's a part of me. Yes, huge. But I think it's also just a vehicle and an avenue that I take to be able to do uh, more, more impactful work mm. as well. So, entertainmentpreneur is where it's at. That's it, because like everything seems to be joining up together. Yes. Like if you do some sort of thing in the creative world, you, you kind of get dwell into the other things. Like mm. for example, videography dwells into photography, graphics. Mm. Exactly. Um, then you yeah. deal with other creatives, and then you kind of have that mentorship because you're a bit, you know, yeah. more experienced and yep. all that stuff. So. I think that term is really perfect for the fact that we are doing multiple things at yeah, once. Yeah, wearing multiple hats. And as creators, yeah. we just want to create. Therefore, we create different things mm-hmm. and they might be different yeah. to the next. Therefore, we, we are entrepreneurs and we're not even knowing it. Creators going to create. You know, creators yeah. just keep creating. Creators like, going to create. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah so I, I love that term. Is, is, that, is that on your LinkedIn? The entertainmentpreneur? Not yet. But should. Soon. So I, I don't know. On all like, of your socials? I'm like, does that sound douchey? Like, uh, see, again, me questioning myself, am I You know, if you want to talk, to if want to talk douches about, about your name, my name is Ralph Flores and in, 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 in the, um, what you call it, brackets, Hype Williams. Because my, my brand's called Hype Real and I consider myself oh. Hype Williams. That's my Hype, video. Hype Williams. Okay. <laughs> Shouts to Hype Williams. <laughs> no, I am Hype Williams. Is, is that douchey at all? That no, is super douchey, I reckon. Because <laughs> comparing myself to someone that's yeah. out there that's successful, that's funny. <laughs> what? So one day someone's, well, someone's going to have my name as an inspiration. That's cool go. though. But you're um, Raph the Handsome Fuck. That is your yeah, other. Yeah, that's just my other one too. I think that's more douchey. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah. wait. Where's this one? Oh, uh, this is just me. That's just like... Um, that's my his. Everyday, that's his. That's my everyday life. That's his. Oh, yeah. gotcha. So there's the videographer me, which is Hype Williams. <laughs> so many identities. And then when I'm not doing videos, there's Rafter Hands. Right. Is this so. where the crisis identity crisis yeah, comes no, from? No, no, no. That's that's where the confidence comes okay. from. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Give me some of that. I have I have confidence, and he has Rafter Hands. Wow. I <laughs> was just straight up. <laughs> his one's a bit, you know, wordplay. Sheesh. But my one's just be like, you know. Yeah. Uh, and yours is entertainmentpreneur. Entertainmentpreneur. 
Yeah. I like it. I you like should that. own it. I think with with the, the whole identity thing, regardless of what it is, owning it is mm, like, and it you is. and I were talking about this just just off camera. Yeah. Like it's regardless of what it is, you just own it yes. warts and all and that's how you pretty much move forward. And and what would your would your like your messages? Can you call them blessages? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Blessages. That would be super douchey. Wait, wait. <laughs> Putting your name on You are the ultimate creative. That is corny as fuck. Oh my gosh. Mm. A Filipino I creative. Don't know that I'll, I don't know that I'll say that. Yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> okay. Blessages every single time in your messages. We need some salsa for that corniness. Whew. Sheesh. Oh man! Why? Why? <laughs> Where do we go from here? Like, what we, that was been another episode <laughs> of the She Comes Podcast. <laughs> but for real, like, like, what made you want to start the business mentorship? The business mentorship, like, like, what was like the the thing that because like East told right. me that you've been doing this for years. Yeah. But then, what what made you want to like coin the term and really officially call yourself the um, a business mentor or uh, entertainment entrepreneur? Entertainmentpreneur. <laughs> Yeah. You to learn how to say. Uh, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I struggle with English, so ESL. this is going to be really. Yeah, I'm very ESL. Um, I think it's a mix of things. It's a mix of I. I believe in like divine timing, and uh, last year I, I didn't get to um, be as busy as I usually was. So it gave me a lot of time to just think mm. and spend. Um, time thinking about what it is that I want to be or create or what's next and how I can take whoever I am right now and use it more purposefully. And shout outs to, to Leanne who um, reached out. Wow, wow, wow. There she is. Um, my coach. And she, first of all, like amazing in terms of how um, she's able to communicate um, the worth that I have mm. and to be, to be packaged in something that could really be impactful and help people. Um, the younger version of myself, the younger version of ourselves, um, up and coming creatives from those minority cultures. And I was thinking about that a lot and thinking about like who I've been able to impact thus far or being a part of their journeys, even just my brother alone. I'm like, mm. man, he's like miles ahead of where I was at 21 mm creatively yeah and so that gets me excited about what the next 10 years for him looks like yeah and i'm like oh yeah I just did this naturally or cyrus for example or mm. anybody within those communities and um it was like a light bulb moment almost yeah i think i was walking along the beach at the time always yeah, yeah. Always <laughs> always. of course you were <laughs> well yeah. i live so close to the beach but I was walking along the beach and I think it's I... It's such a Wollongong thing to say. Yeah, it is. Such an Eastern say, thing to say. I don't know what that Southern thing to say. We can't say that out of here. I just walked across the... Um, Woodcroft Woodcroft Lake. The, yeah. The <laughs> pond or something. Pond or the something. ponds. Yeah, right. Um, There's no beaches here. And it was, um, it was after some conversation with Leanne, actually, that sort of really brought it out because I think as well, I've, as I've mentioned, uh, struggled with the real self-worth, self-belief, self-acceptance in that mm. sense. Even though you you may have, whoever has seen me uh, like out and around performing, that's that's a fearless act in a, in a lot of ways. Mm. To a lot of people yeah. it is. To be able to host and MC and be in front mm. and lead 
um, and and take care and manage events and all those things, that's often the connotation with that is confidence and knowing and, and just being so self-assured. But even un, even with all of that, I was still unsure. Mm. Like I was still, there's still like something that I wasn't addressing within myself and I'm still working on that. And I think that's going to be a forever process yeah. because new levels, new devils, and you kind of have to find a way to navigate yourself through any external thing, but then keep your internal just strong. Mm. And it's like, oh, now I see me. Yeah. Now I see um, the capability or the power or the strength or the endurance. And it didn't happen until I just went stop and looked back and did a bit of reflection of, okay, what, what have I actually achieved? Who have mm. I actually helped? And I say these things and I manifest and I, and I speak this truth out or the truth that I want to be um, real in, in a way that's like, I know deep inside that I'm supposed to be here for a purpose greater than myself. Nice. And I think that's what we are as creatives. Mm. Yeah. We're, we're trying to put something out into the world that um, provides help, service, healing, and teaching. That's it. Yeah. As creatives, that's the natural thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we want to send messages. That's how, right. what's the use of creating something that doesn't have a message? Exactly. Yeah. And we want to make an impact. Exactly. Well, from where we come from, place where uh, our parents or your parents, whatever, came here and just tried to start a life you you understand and you see firsthand what sacrifice is Mm. and what unconditional love is and grit like pure grit and you look at that feeling guilty almost for going for something that's creative or path less traveled uh not knowing where you will end up because it's not it's not a nurse or a doctor or something Mm. but it adds to the rewards it does like like knowing that you're doing something that is less traveled against the grain which is such a creative thing to do is, and then actually accepting who you are in yeah. doing that, the rewards are much more better than something that you would, some other path that someone else told you to go. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. And then, you know, it's, it's kind of like going to a destination without using Google Maps, you know? Yes. You found your way there. Yeah. No matter how long it took. Pretty you, much. You went there and then you, you, you've become a better driver. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to go with this analogy. But like driver <laughs> and you have this sense of the world more than you, you should than if someone else would tell you where to go. Mm. Pretty much. And it's kind of like now that we've done this um, and are still doing it, um, like we said, all those generations that will be after us will have a clear path. Mm. Yeah. And they can create their own path from that clear path because then they see a sense of accomplishment and somebody that just looks like them or is from the same same upbringing mm. in some ways uh, that it is possible and they can create even greater because even now we're still limiting ourselves yeah, yeah. I, I still find that I do that as well I'm like why am I still doing this yeah god dang <laughs> yeah I, I still have a little self-doubt in me yeah. I'm not completely I think which is a good thing yeah. have a little self-doubt it keeps you hungry. It keeps you hungry because like if you're just confident in everything that you do, yeah. where's the growth in that? Mm. Like I feel like you'll go backwards if you're just confident yeah. constantly in everything that you do. Exactly. Knowing that there's a bit bit of self-doubt is like like the failure part of succeeding is the one that is that's the, the thing that's that the you, that's what you need. That's the growth. That's, that's what you learning. need to, yeah. you know, to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. And like I think self-doubt is needed as much as we say that, you know, you need to be more confident in yourself. Yes. Because without it, yeah. you won't be able to get to where you are. 
Or you, you I think, you. I think confidence. If you're overconfident, you'll just create an illusion of like the destination. Confidence of where you are. Uh, also uh, complacency. Yeah. Mm. yeah, overconfidence is yeah equals complacency. It equals like just resting yeah. on, your, on your laurels. Yeah. I think it's a really good thing that you mentioned that despite being able to perform and get up in front of people, being able to lead and organize that stuff, that you still have self doubt. Hundred percent. Because that's a, for sure. That's a really really important thing for people to realize. Yeah. Um, you and I have always said this that we're very similar. That twins, um, yeah. <laughs> and the the despite the confidence in quotation marks right. that I have and all of the stuff that I do, I, I still don't. I, I still like doubt myself yeah. to no end, and it's so mm. frustrating. Yes, it's so frustrating because it's such a barrier yeah. to our progress, and we sometimes um, get frustrated by our progress not being as far as we'd like because half of that effort and energy has gone towards that self-doubt that yeah. we're trying to like push out. Yeah. And it yeah. takes longer because yeah. of it. And so you he- you hesitate, you procrastinate, you you really take your time or you're trying to be so calculated and it's not going to be perfect anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay, break. Can we go with sure. the camera? That was good. Good stuff. At a point. Hey, hey. We usually do this live, so, but, um, oh. yeah, I couldn't get the live guy today. I'll uh, the stream guy today. That's cool. But, yeah. Signal to me when it gets to 25 minutes. All right, sweet. Why do you put the break on? Just because of the... Camera the camera stops every half, half an hour. hour. Oh. The camera stops, so we need to have a quick break. All the tricks. Behind the scenes, right? Mm. <laughs> I'm about it. Yup. All right. So bless. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm like anticipating. Yeah. I'm anticipating something smarter. Don't worry, don't worry, Yeah. Um, but let's continue on with your business. So have you, um, like, how how's the journey been? Like ever since you like yeah. continued like saying that you're a business coach now. Yeah. How's that journey you, been? You mentioned you haven't put that on your LinkedIn, but all of your like your yeah. socials social started yeah. to so, Yeah, socials are starting to get louder in that sense. Yeah. Um, it's been good and the response has been really positive, honestly. Mm, wow. And almost to the T of where some people are like, oh yeah, of course you do that. Duh. I'm like, It's a natural yeah. progression, right? And like the fact that you guys can see this without me having realized it yet in a formal sense mm. speaks volumes about how I see myself. Yep. Mm. And I'm like, Get there, get to the space and the place to where how people see you instead of how you see you um, so so hard on yourself. Like how, look at how these people are responding to you or, you know, messaging you or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, sprinkle a little bit of that onto yourself. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's crazy. it's crazy how perspective is where how you see yourself and then how people see you. Yeah. Like an example of it is like how people compliment me. Like when people do compliment me on what I do and like be like, Oh, that's a cool video, this is that, this, that and third, I don't know how to react to it because I'm not used to it. Right. I'm still not used to take the compliment the praises and stuff. Yes. I'm used to the criticisms. Yes. But I'm not used to the praises. We're used to the mm. criticisms because it's easier we've built a shell of protection. It, mm. It's it's also the story that we tell ourselves, right? Like yes. like this isn't good enough. This isn't that. Yeah. And so nobody's going to want this. Yeah. It's the self doubt that story in our minds. Nope. So when we are told a compliment, we're like, oh, that doesn't match up with what's in my head. So. But do you see how that like that actually stems from where we came from and yeah. our growth and our and our childhood that childhood trauma. 
mm. even though it's not a trauma. Mm. Really, I like, mean, it is. It, it is a trauma. <laughs> like it's triggering, sure, but in a sense that um, we carry that not good enough or it's not going to work because the doubts that have been planted by our communities mm. or our upbringing, our heritage, mm. that has so much to do with how we see ourselves now. Yeah, It's like forever trying to prove a point. I'm like, am I proving it for them or am I proving it for me? That's it. And that's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like, like I am confident as fuck about what I do. Yeah, And I'm too. like, oh, that's a sick video. Ooh. Like, I did this and I'm so proud of it. I could see the progression right. there. But when someone says that to me, mm. I'm like, Thanks. You know, but you know, it's, you know, you're gonna find a way to you're gonna find a way to find downplay a flaw. It. I'll find a flaw. I'll be yeah. like, I'll downplay it. Like, yeah. you'd be like, oh, that video was sick. It's like, yeah, but I could have done this better. You know. But I think. But I know it's sick. But that's the point, and I think, I mean, if you want to be a better version of yourself or show up the way that you want to, or even just like how you see yourself, um, on the inside, think about having a personal trainer or a coach for your physical, mm. and having that accountability. And seeing the progress and how far you actually can go mm. when you've got somebody working with you on yeah. the external. When you have somebody working with you in the internal, that is to help, uh, not erase, but to, to deal with and to overcome all the things that we've compounded over time that we've been led to believe. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's super important for anyone that I would like to help. Um, on their journey of, of just finding themselves through their creative work and then creating sustainability or a life from it mm. uh, that they can that they can just be proud to live in and not have to um, say yeah I do this and it's it's okay and I'm just yeah it's on the side and da 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 no live into it fully live into it yeah and like understand your place in and and, and the um, the service that you're offering yeah. I still struggle with that. How long did it take you to be able to like accept a compliment Ooh. about your work, about your art? Oh man, okay, so or are you still struggling with uh, that? In in some ways, I do, um, but I I'm catching myself more and more mm. uh, where I'm like, no, I'm dimming my light, shine at full wattage. That's like a mm. uh, a thing that I, nice. I took I took from Alicia Keys. She's like, we're no longer dimming our light; we're going to be shining at full wattage. Mm. Shine yeah. your light. Um, it took me, it's, I still struggle with it, um, but maybe even like the first real two years of gigging, I didn't even count, like say that I was a musician. So, wow. Yeah, so when people asked me what I did, I was like, yeah, I play a bit of music. It was never, yeah. I'm a musician. People were paying wow. me good coin mm. to, you know, play their weddings or these events or the corporate things, whatever it might be or yeah. anything that was like, out in public and I just didn't put that onto my identity because that it was again it was probably a worth thing or really stepping into that I thought that I was supposed to do all these other things as well and that was just a part of it which it is but I didn't really step into that and own it yeah and that there was a lot of resistance there and when there's a lot of of resistance within yourself you you actually stop your own progression mm. for anything I was like, fuck, why? Why did I do that? And how did it feel when you actually were asked what you do? And then you I think said- pe I think people, I well, I think people would answer for me that were around me, for mm. example. Like, oh yeah, she's a muso. Mm. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm like, oh, it's defined <laughs> now. I'm not going to, I'm not going to- What like, would you say that you? What point. would you say now? If I were to ask you at this time today, yep. 
now? Like, what do you do? What would you say? Entertainmentpreneur. Hey. <laughs> so, even though hey. that was very hesitant. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, loved, I love the fact that you, you know, you own it. Just own Saying what it, it is. Saying it quicker and quicker every day. Yeah. Like, like a reflex. Yeah. yeah there's, there's like, reflex is like, that's yeah. what I do. I don't have to think about it. I'm, I'm confident exactly. in what I do. But yeah, it, it took me, I think, a good two years to just go, yeah, I'm a musician. Because oh. you don't feel good enough or you don't feel on the level of other musos you might see that are just incredible mm. um, because you see the technicality of it. You see the, the theory and all that stuff behind it. I'm like fully self-taught and all mm. these things and I don't really read music, for example. Mm. I can, but it takes me like so long. So it's just easier to be like, oh, well, then I'm not a real one of those. You're a good musician. <laughs> You're a good fucking musician, regardless Thank of whether you. you can read music or not. But yes, that's exactly. And I didn't recognize that for at I least know, but two like years. When, when, no, I think back in the day, the standards of a musician is yet you have to write, read music. But now right. you don't have to read music. No, now. like nowadays you have like genres that don't have to read. You know, you exactly. don't have to be yeah. a, a reader of music. You can just as long as you can create. Yep. Ah. Exactly. Sound. This is like that's, this is like where hip hop just came. To became hip hop became to mind. It's, it's all, it's all mm. expression, expression, sound, and freedom. That's yeah. what it is, and it just encapsulates into music. Exactly. And I don't think I don't think any rapper out there, probably like ten percent of rap, ten percent of rappers out there, can read music. Yeah. Uh, like everyone else is just in it for the passion and exactly. You know, but it took so long to just say that. Admit mm. it. There was a, there's something that you've posted on your stories recently. Um, about rest and recovery, but I also think it also aligns with the whole idea of celebrating your wins and successes. For sure. Right. When, when, I, was, when I was growing up, I, I don't know, maybe it came from being told not to be boastful, mm. not to show off, right? The, the, the Filipino term is mayabang. Yeah. Don't the, be the, mayabang. Not being mayabang, right? <laughs> and mayabang. so when I do something that I'm proud of, I don't like to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. I don't like yeah, to yeah. be like, hey, I've done this. Yep. Because I'll, I'm afraid that someone will be like, you're being mayabang. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're showing off. Yes, exactly. Right? Yep. Have you ever felt that? Have you ever experienced Always. that as well? Always. I think that's half of the reason why I just like will stay quiet with a lot of things. Mm. And I'll just let the work speak for itself or um, wherever I've shown up. And if it, if it gets promoted via other sources, cool. And then people will then come up to me after the fact and be like, oh, so you were part of this and you were doing that. I'm like, yeah, that was cool. Playing it down. Yeah, mm. downplaying never, it. Never celebrating it. It's always yeah. playing it down. I'm like, because I kept myself busy, that's the distraction that keeps you going to the next and the next mm. without really reflecting on, oh, I've done some cool shit. Yeah. yeah. As long as you know it, it's okay to downplay it, I think. Yeah. Because like, if, if I was on yeah. the other side, the perspective of the other person being like, asking like, like, hey, like telling him a compliment, compliment and they mm. fully embrace it over confident confidently and yes i just i just have a different perception of that because i do like the yeah. i do like the humbleness of um, people being like you know what yeah like, and downplaying it it, it, it has a little yeah. charm to it it's 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 kind of part of in part of a, a part of our culture and it's that. a delicate balance though. it is yeah mm-hmm. because like if you overly confident yeah yeah, yeah i did that shit yeah da, 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 yeah you da, know da, how da, i do yeah yeah, yeah, nah. yeah. you know <laughs> about that life you know i'm like mm. no. it's kind of different like i do like the downplaying of it but at least you know you should we should exercise self-praising yes. because mm-hmm. like people i think that's the more important message is like we got to s- praise ourselves yeah rather than you know showing off about it that's it it's, it's one exactly thing to show about it yeah. show off about it because that 
that's just asking for validation. Well, yeah. I, I thought yeah. my downplaying was humility. Mm. That's being humble. Mm. And that's like, that's what people will accept. But I wasn't accepting myself to, to own that title or own that achievement. Mm. It was just, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'll just play small, act small. Therefore, the universe gives you just small enough. Because you're wow. not. Right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should like so self praise. Yeah. Don't play small. Like I, I think people should be humble about what when they receive compliments and stuff because like you yeah. know don't don't be what's what's it mayabang. Don't be mayabang. <laughs> yeah, but, still. but see, yeah, I I think and this is I don't usually quote from the Bible often anymore, but um, I remember having a, a discussion with my dad and he was saying that like you don't don't be mayabang and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, and but I remember quoting a, a quote from the Bible that was like, "You don't take a candle or a lamp and put it under your bed for no one to see. You put it up on the bed on the on the bedside Dang. for it to light the entire room. So you playing right. small does not benefit anyone. Exactly. You hiding underneath the bed Woo. with your talent does not benefit anybody. It's very true. You should be up on the on the on yeah. the bedside table lighting up the entire fucking room. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Because if you put it under your bed, you're just gonna burn yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> essentially, if you want to continue the analogy, that's exactly. essentially what's going to happen. That is so true. Um, Speaking yeah. truth bombs Ooh. today. Ooh. We just, just we, we just happening. went to church, guys. <laughs> we literally did. There's a bunch of churches around there, here there as well. There are a so lot of churches. There's a church right here, right here too. There's praise. <laughs> the church of the cheat coders. <laughs> I want to do a quick exercise because, like, I want to do this exercise of self praising. Okay. Because I know each of us have some successes that we want to praise ourselves for. And I know that we do struggle, especially me, struggle in mm. realizing those successes. Yes. Uh, so I would like to ask you, Bless. Okay. In the past year, what are you? what is something that you're really, really proud of? My own self-work mm. that I had mm-hmm. just put on a shelf for too freaking long. Yeah. And because of it being able to have so many realizations to get me here now and beyond and i think now it's like there's a different kind of hunger within and it's it's not the same as i was when i first started and i just threw everything to the wall um expecting actually not having any expectations because there was no clear goal or anything Mm. i've got more clarity now uh, as to what I can do and where I can be and how I can best use my gifts, talents, abilities, experiences for something more purposeful. Yeah. And I'm pretty proud that I've realized that. And Love it. Yeah. How about you, Don? Something that in the past year that you've been really proud of. The past year? Well, it doesn't have to be. Well, if, it um, if you want to date it back more, we can do that. I think it's very similar. Working on the ability in myself the confidence to to know that i help people you know just un, just understanding that it seems like a, a really minute thing it's a huge breakthrough but it's it's the fact that i'm able to teach people how to defend themselves how to like better themselves um in in with krav maga but also um i think to a lesser degree with the music stuff as well you know with yep. with all of this stuff that we do with the podcast like we help people and accept, just by having a voice, yeah, and accepting that is massive, and I think that's that's a, that's something that I'm really really proud of from the past. How long we've been doing this podcast, but also in the past hey. year, and yeah. and then your your, your turn. turn, my turn. 
um, well, I don't even think about it. Even though, I, <laughs> even though I brought up the conversation, I didn't, I didn't even think about what I was going to say. Uh, I would I would probably think about like I feel that I have uh, discovered a a leadership quality in mm. in, in mm. myself. Yep. Like even though like running a business, um, starting my own team, the cheat coders, as well as the, now I got the drop in show. Yeah. Like I never realized how much I can be a leader. I used to be like the type of person that would that would be complacent to the fact that I could be led. Right. Yeah, like like people like I I don't I don't mind being someone that takes orders, takes demands and stuff. Yeah. And now it's come to a point in my life that I realize that I can be that person that I used right. to look up to, you know? Exactly. I can be that person that could delegate stuff, I could not mm-hmm. to create something that yes. really means a lot to me to my vision. Yeah. And I realized that like recently with the drop-in show because we've been we've done two episodes now. Yeah. And then running that thing and having people do specific things to help the show be what it is right and then seeing the results yeah yeah i could look back at it and be like you know i helped build that shit exactly yes and, and and like i never thought of that i could do that before like i've seen people do it yep we could talk about it back in the day the the shout outs to marco with the hoop dream stuff shout outs to no john with the no john stuff with uh, and everything and then yeah, that's man. even that's with his um wearing circle. circle stuff i've always been surrounded by people that i see as leaders mm-hmm. mm. constantly yep. and mm. i never saw myself as that person right yeah. And now I'm coming to a realization, particularly this year, that I can be that person. Mm. And yeah. people like, like, and look to be, you. People look up to me. Like, yeah. like, people like naturally look up to me. And I've noticed it with yep. the, with some of my clients who are a bit younger. And then I've been like, with conversations that we have through meetings and stuff, like, mm. um, I've, I've had these conversations saying, like, oh man, this is opportunities now. And then exactly. building the, their knowledge of, the chances and opportunities that mm. they have at their age and yep. shout out to Judah. He's one of the dancers that we, um, we sh- he was a, he's a um, choreographer and dancer and I shot a video for him. Oh yeah. I and think I saw that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's such a hungry person mm. yes. in the creative field that he's in, in dancing. Mm. And I, I started realizing that. And then through our meetings and our editing sessions, I took him, I, I really put, put, took him under my wing. Yeah. To be like, you know what, there's a shot that you can, opportunity that you could build this into something bigger. And mm. I think for, for us, there is, um, in, a, in a creative sense, there's no greater feeling than that. Yeah. Because yeah. you're being of service and you're, you've taken everything that you've learned and know and enriched somebody else's experience. Mm. And maybe they get there quicker than what you did. And you were able to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so as you were saying, you've done that. I've seen you do that through, man. What was the music thing that I met you at? <laughs> um, so good. So good. Yes. Like you were the leader. I I saw you as a leader mm. with a lot of the, that younger talent yeah. was leading that way, and I was like, man, I could do that. Yeah, cool. I'm and gonna just give you a bit of praise there. And he's kind. <laughs> and he's kind of cute. <laughs> that leadership quality i think and i think i think that a lot of people don't understand um what it means to be a leader right because you don't have all the answers for my for my nine to five there's like i learned that there's a difference between a manager and a leader a leader is someone who is able to get other people to work towards a particular vision and the better version of themselves yeah for the collective goal yeah Mm. 
and it's and what the two of you have been able to do is help collaborate help people collaborate together to build to work towards a vision yeah. each of you have had a vision to to build towards something and you've been able to do that and um and yes I'm giving you praise here as well right um ain't nothing wrong with that ain't nothing wrong with that um <laughs> speaking on that kind of stuff you mentioned so good. Yes. And then you mentioned that you could do that yourself as you you wanted to yeah. do that yourself. Like well. I could do that. Aspire to yourself. For sure. Um I want you to talk a little bit about that because I know that you and I have spoken about this before. Sure. You bringing that to Wollongong. Yeah. It didn't exist. So I think we half touched on it when I was on the podcast last. But um from where I grew up there was no um there was no outlet for people like me that loved soul, R&B, grew up with those kind of sweet sounds and mm. wanted to create the space for it and a place of appreciation for it. Um, it was always like rock and punk and that was the era and it was very definitive to that. Yeah. And I didn't align myself to it, but that was the only source of music that was live and it was frustrating because uh, all that I was doing was like playing songs in my bedroom. <laughs> Just like, oh, this might sound cool and cute. And you just, you're playing small again. Mm. And um, when I went through my, okay, fuck it, I'm going to quit my nine to five and pursue a life in entertainment, which was like 2014. Um, I think I've just been on that hunger chase ever since. And I don't, I think it would have been around that same time and I didn't realize it then that I was building and creating that because I was just building a lot of hype and noise around it. And people were um, from the dance community, I guess, in Wollongong, mm. had other people that they were introducing to me that would have been a part of this sort of music movement um, and that type of community. And it sort of just started organically coming through because me just showing up in that way was attracting the same like-minded people that mm. could see themselves and wanted to, they were excited by that outlet because yeah. there was something there that they only maybe just saw online, yeah. like through your YouTubes YouTube. or whatever, because that was big. And I, I had no idea how it was going to be done or how I was going to build that. I kind of just followed, I went in there blind, just followed the feeling followed um, the intuition of it and had a small handful of people that were really supportive of it and that was enough for me to go, okay, cool, I'm yeah. going to jump into this. Yeah. And then it just caught the attention of other musicians in the area and then it got me playing in bands, it got me playing and, um, you know, for, for local like radio things or nice. yeah, newspapers, like all that corporate stuff because whatever I was um, putting out there, um, that style, that genre, the way that it was showing up, um, it was that's what was missing. And that I guess it's probably also like it's very um, mainstream in a sense. There's a lot of pop and R&B and it's, it's more aesthetically pleasing and you couldn't put a lot of that mm. rock and punk stuff or whatever to certain events or, you know, whatever it was that would serve that particular event or that client. Yeah. I became 
somebody that could do all of that in that space. Yeah. So in a lot of ways, I was like, oh, cool. I didn't realize that I was sort of monopolizing this. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people don't cool. realize. People don't realize doing it in Wollongong. No, no, no nobody was doing it. And no. that's why people are like, oh, do you play in Sydney? I'm like, I don't need to go, I didn't, I don't need to go play in Sydney. Because right I play right here. And, yeah. and not in the sense that like, I'll just be a big fish in a little pond. It wasn't like that at all, and that's not how I see it. It was like I have friends up in Sydney doing the same thing and thriving, and I'm not going to take from that that market mm. share. They can have that. Yeah. And like if, obviously, if they trickle down to Wollongong, I can't do everything. So it's just like, of course, <laughs> it was like supply and demand, really. Yeah, yes. Right. Like it's you, like there was a, there's demand for it, that there's a gap in the market. Yes. In Wollongong, and that's how you fill that space, and that's that exactly I, what happened. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you're like the Wollongong mafia boss for um <laughs> for music. For music. Yeah. So if someone gets in your territory, you're like not at all. You have to um, ask for from, you know, permission. That's, a, that's what I did. I, I had to play. I was playing. I was playing some gigs in in Wollongong, and I mess- messaged her. And I was like, "Is this cool? Is it cool? <laughs> Is it cool if I play some gigs here?" Permission. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, I was. I think I was gigging that night. <laughs> yeah. I was. She's like, it's fine. I've got a gig anyway. <laughs> do, do you, man? Do you? <laughs> he just, she just uh, gets her goons to be uh, <laughs> to meet up with you to send a message and be like, break my guitar and shit like that. Like next time you come here, call bless. But <laughs> like even the way that it's changed in the way that people perform in Wollongong, for example, mm. years ago um, when I was first up and coming, um, there there wasn't really much like of that. R&B or that soul or that pop or the the bangers, I guess we like to say, yeah. prominent back there. It is all over Sydney, sure, and it mm. was it was always separated between like corporate bands and functions and events and all that, and that's mm. how you said it. But now it's like so it's there's such an abundance of it, and what I was able to do down there is like for, for however I showed up and like gave that vibe, other musicians. Um, we're doing the same thing, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I see what you're doing. Cool, <laughs> <Love it>. awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. At a point. All right, sweet. We're going good. We hit an hour. Probably do half an hour more, and then we're good. Dropping a lot of gems as well. Are we? Yeah, you so are. many gems. So many. I don't even realize half the time. I'm Shut telling. up. I Shut don't. Up. Shut up. <laughs> you shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I, I, I like that you say that because I think the best and most genuine stuff is the stuff that you just randomly just drop without even knowing it. Yeah. That's, that's, go, that's going through the gems that you dropped today. That's going through the stuff that you've done with like bringing music to Wollongong. Yeah. And, and like you didn't even know what you were doing in the first place. And no. It just happens. It just it literally like, just happened. That, 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 that kind of mindset of curiosity yeah you just it just happens like and you yeah. don't realize what you're doing until it happens yeah after the fact yeah after the fact you don't get hindsight until after the fact yeah and i i do respect that like a lot because like you do have you're just going mm-hmm. by what you're passionate about yeah. yeah and then everything else follows right yeah yep. like once 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 passion's there and then everything that goes with it the joys and the successes and the right. accomplishments that just comes out of nowhere that's the creative journey though yeah Mm. And all of us yeah like uh, like people try to do that the other way around try to look at a goal and try to yeah. reach that goal and yeah. continuously to get there but without and it, yeah. yeah and I think the other thing is like a lot of people think that that success is a straight line it's really not it's no. not you're like here 
Goodness. going, you'll find your way back and then, you know, try to, try to get back on track and it's, you'll lose your way and you'll mm. find your way back again. And <laughs> eventually you'll get to some level, you know, some level of it. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh, okay, maybe I think this is success. Yeah. I've got momentum now, I think. Yeah. Where you think that you have momentum, people have already seen that version of you mm. years or seasons and seasons before you even saw it. Mm. That's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to touch on, because like I've noticed, well, probably it's because like on the feed and mm-hmm. on the inner circles or the circles around me of the creative life. Right. The Filipino women are being yeah. super empowered. To a point that yeah, it's it's undeniable and you have to admire it to, you know, like to oh a Oh, man. Shout-outs to my sisters, hey. Like, Shout-outs. You mentioned earlier um, you've worked with Vienna and um, Leanne and those are two women, you know, mm. similar upbringings to myself and struggled all with the same things mm. and all in, like, creative entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial fields mm. and just – being able to recognize that within ourselves, that's a huge win. That's mm. like a huge, just like exhale. Yeah. You know? You know, like, like I, I would just want to congratulate all the creative Filipino women <laughs> succeeding in their fields oh, yeah. and becoming these Celebrate strong powerhouses and showing that it can be done. It's very inspirational to other Filipino women. Yes. The younger Filipino generation. Sure. The Filipina generation. Mm-hmm. And Filipinex. Now, and now they can, yeah. <laughs> and now they can be <laughs> yeah. what they want to be because you are now paving that way and showing that it can be yeah. done. Oh, yeah. Like, shout out to you guys, man. Like, it's so inspirational to it's see good. that. You know, like, people are, you know, now we could look up to these people mm. and you are those people. And that's awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I have to be able to just take the compliment and and live it and be like, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Okay, cool. But it, it is, and it's like, it's beyond us now. It's We have to put our uh, egos aside, like I mentioned in that, mm. the last podcast I was here with you guys. A lot of it is ego, and it's not egotistical. It's just the ego sense of like, am I good enough for this? Yeah. And when you can answer that with like a yes wholeheartedly and then get it done – whatever it is, then you're on the right path. Yeah. Mm. And then that success will just be the byproduct that follows. But, you, you, but you're just successful in being yourself. Yeah. Mm. There's children outside. There are children outside. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for punctuating that very much, children. <laughs> Maybe you can play somewhere else. There for the, yeah. <laughs> but we're doing this for you, children. Yes, it's for you. They are Filipino children. For real, for real. They are Filipino children. So I can't say anything because it'll just, you know, it'll just, um, what do you call it, reduce what we said before. So shout outs to you guys outside. Shout outs to the You are the future generation. Hopefully you inspire to be whatever you want to be. Future entrepreneurs, entertainmentpreneurs. Teach them well and let them leave the way. (laughs) I'm so interested. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. I want to show them all uh, the beauty that. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Don, Don, can we get a future podcast episode where we have Vienna, Bless, and Leanne in the same room? Oh, yeah. See how much empowerment we can get. That's a lot of heat. I'm already feeling it. It's like 300%. Like each of them oh, by man. themselves on the podcast is inspirational enough, but having them all three. <laughs> oh, I'm so grateful nuts. for those girls too. They, you know, where we have our own doubts within ourselves, um, it's a nice place to, to go back to them and 
address it and be open and vulnerable in that and then lift each other up. Yeah. Mm. You know, you were saying that um, Filipinos can be quite competitive. Yes. <laughs> and it's not <laughs> like that. We're all in our own zones and I think we just want to see each other win and we want to help others and yeah. those younger than us also reach those heights and beyond that. Yeah. Mm. And when you can attach yourself to that cause, um, there's a freedom mm. that you release of yourself or of your expectations, um, it becomes more... Oh, look, there's a helicopter now. Is I know. <laughs> um, Podcasting it, in the daytime. For real. Mm. That's what happens. But it, it becomes more... Um, you remove yourself or your doubts or your fears or your worries and that, um, that sense of your identity away. You take that away or it happens naturally because you're leaning into beyond you. And mm. it, that, it means so much more. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Are you going to have to invoice everyone that's been listening to this podcast? <laughs> no, I'll just give I feel it, like we're going to give this value out for free. <laughs> for free. But if you want to be, want more. <laughs> I know if you want like step by step, then like hit any one of us up. <laughs> I love it. Is there anyone else besides like that's doing the same thing that you'd like to shout out? Um, just the whole, the whole um, impact and um, influence empire crew, um, you know, led by Leanne. Mm. Just shout outs to them all, man. They're Influence all Influence Empire. I like that a it's lot. It's impact. Yeah. It's a whole it, army. It is. And it's it's, it's a very crazy. it's very Beyonce who run the world it vibe. Is. And mm. it's like, man, wh- how did this not um eventuate eventuate sooner. sooner? But I think it's again, it's the divine timing of it. Mm. And it was meant to be an unravel the way that it has. Yeah. And I don't know what the future holds for it, but if, but if I if I reflect back to how I was at the beginning of my entertainment journey, um, and if that's to say, like, I didn't realise I'd reached that type of success, um, however you want to define it. If I, if I think about that just for a second and go, oh, I didn't think that I'd hit X, Y, Z or realise these specific type of goals or mm. dreams that were just so far-fetched, then what could become of what I'm thinking of now and beyond now Mm. or whatever it is that I'm chasing, even though it's not a clear, clear thing. It's like leaving that space for magic. Mm. And I like that. I love it. You're such an energy person. I am. All about the energies. I am. I love it. I'm an energy person too. Like if the energy is not right, I become a different person. I need to be in the right energy to become this this type of person that I am, <laughs> the <laughs> confidence, the confidence, yeah, yeah. If the, yeah. If the energy's Ref not there, the I'd be like, fuck. Yeah, no, <laughs> if, if, to be the handsome fuck, I need a handsome energy. Yeah, <laughs> you know 100%. what I mean. <laughs> That's why it keeps me around. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I alluded that. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't say anything to yep. that. <laughs> With the assist. But um, so uh, is there anything that you're going to be expanding with music? Or is usually just full fledged, just on this journey where you're going to be mentor. with, a, yeah, with a mentorship. It's like a creative mentor, really, mm. because it's like you said, it's not it's not linear, mm. um, the journey. But what is always going to stand the test of that time of um, of the creative process, the journey, the the experiences and future opportunities is your inward work, the mm. work that you do on yourself the stuff that you got to keep strong so that you can you can go through everything that you're exploring that might be a win or a fail or whatever and still keep north of that like keep true yeah 
because you get knocked off creatively and because there's no handbook for this, then you will just stay yeah. there and you don't pick yourself up or you don't try the next thing because you have this thought that, oh, it's probably going to fail like it did with X, Y, Z. Yeah. Mm. So for for me as a as a coach or a mentor for creatives, it's it's doing that inward work, doing like helping you through the soft skills and if you know if there are some hard skills like I, I guess music or emceeing and hosting and how you show up and how you give your energy out you know th- those are teachable things as well but I think the the, th- the stuff that you have to rely on and believe in so that you can keep doing what it is that gives you that purpose that joy that happiness yeah. um, that's really important in our creative space in our journeys can I just can I just say for and I, I think I might have told you this before, but for someone to be leading new entrepreneurs, creative creatives into that field and that industry, I would have no one better than you, because you've gone Thank through you. and you've experienced, <laughs> you've gone through and you've experienced all of the hardships. Like you, you went into, yeah, you're trying to create that in in that a space for creatives in Wollongong. Yep, you know, not having a roadmap. No. So if there's anyone to lead people <laughs> into that new generation of, of creatives, yeah. you're you're absolutely the person to be doing that. Thank you. I have to sit in that for a bit. Hey, marinate, marinate the compliments. Marinate, let it marinate the compliments. I think that's a, that's a, that's yeah. my message to everyone. Marinate exactly. into in the, the compliments. Because <laughs> you deserve that shit. <laughs> you are beautiful. <laughs> you are everything, and everything is you. All right, oh so marinate in the compliments. He brought it full circle. Jeez, <laughs> man. But it's, it's literally that, like, so to be inspirational or to to be that leader, it's like not flexing your superpowers. It's you being able to show those people theirs mm. so that they can show up in the way hey. they're supposed to. Love it. You know. All right, nice. I want to take a little side, side, uh, side step to... Side step? Because we know we've done we've done all the stuff that we wanted to, you know, need to talk about. Now let's Where do this. Going? Hey, now yeah. let's do the stuff that I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Before we before we jump in, before we jump into that, where where can people find you if they want to reach out to you to, to you know to get that um, business creative mentorship? Hit me up on the socials. Um, I am uh, at Blessy Picker on Instagram. It's probably like the best way to really reach out these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, man, like. Slide into the DMs or comment on something or whatever, <laughs> and I'm, I'm here for it. Nice, nice. Yep. So, check out Blessy. <laughs> Get inspired by Blessy, and you Thanks, know man. you won't be re- you won't regret it for sure, for 100%. sure. Thank so, you. so for someone who got inspired by Blessy, we have Don here. <laughs> And I just want to get the story about how you guys met. Uh, oh. I know I've heard it before because, like, you guys talked about it on the last podcast. But like, I want to just go to the part where, you know, you you are like, who asked each other? Who who was the one who asked that person out? I don't remember. Neither do I. I, don't I honestly don't remember. This yeah. is like going beyond ten years. Oh. It's got to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck you. All right, so I'm gonna we're gonna marinate in this moment, right? I'm gonna sit down, enjoy myself, and so so. Wow. What is so? I think we'll say Don called <laughs> could sled, sled in um your DMs, right? DMs weren't even a thing. I know it we wasn't there were no DMs there. So how, how no. did how did how did how we got that introduced now? by a mutual friend? I think. I think so. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. I think it was, was Anton. That? 
Yes. Anton Batista. Yes. Ooh, so he Actually, was, yeah. So he was this is like fish. this is like clubbing days gossip Friday. Yeah. Is that like that was the thing? Yeah. Remember that was that the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Those times. Wow. And he introduced the two of us. He's like, Hey, bless is into music, you're into music. You guys, <laughs> you, guys should, you guys should you guys should just link up and like, you know, talk music. Right. And so we did. And then we started talking music and we realized that you know, we had very <laughs> lots very of common interests, very yeah. very similar. The similarities were there. Yeah. Still are. To so, how did you find out these commonalities? Did you have a conversation on MSN? Is it MSN? Merck. <laughs> I think we just chatted on the phone for a while. Was it? Was it the home phone? No. I don't remember. Was it late night home phone calls? No, I don't know. <laughs> Again, it was ages ago. It was so. It long must ago. have. I, it was. We it were was, kids, man. It was probably long conversations on the phone. Yep. It was. It solidified it. I think it was like John Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was John because Mayer. We both liked John it Mayer. was John Mayer. We were like that, that like sensitive, like guitar mm. kind acoustic of singer, acoustic soul singer. Yeah, yeah. Like and it, was the, it was the vest and the leadership. Oh my mm-hmm. lord! <laughs> For context, I used to wear vests. Oh man, you should totally put Bring up like back. a photo. Yeah, of that. a singlet and a vest. A singlet, singlet and a vest. Was it? No, I think it was just normal. Sh- I, I don't know. I don't remember, but you would probably remember the most. It'd have it'd be like a like a, a either a button up shirt or like a just a t shirt or something. Yeah, that's what a lot of guys wore back mm, then in the clubbing days. Mm. So, oh, but I remember the last time we had it, you said that he was dressed differently to the the casual guys. guys, which were like the flat brim hip hop vibes. Oh, and that's then he right, stood out right. the most because oh, like, he's it, wearing a vest. Because it it sort of um, it it said like I guess leader or like. Just oh my god, he's having way too much fun. He's having way too much fun. That's no. why he went, that's why he wanted me to restart the camera. He wanted to capture all like, of this on camera. It's like oh, there's something more there. It's just not a like hip hop dancer. Not everybody else. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. And then when he when he struck that first chord on his guitar, how did you god. feel? I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> she could do it better than I can. She could do it so much better than I can. Oh. Um, so so where did he take you out on the first date? Well, <laughs> well, um, I don't even remember now. I don't remember, dude. This is a lot of thought. What movie was it? Why do we have yeah, to relive this? I don't think so. I don't remember, <laughs> man. I'm assuming it's always a movie. I just remember like we were working on music. I think so. And yes, we were just like jamming. Yeah, I think yeah. we were just jamming, we're, playing guitar. We were we were showing each other original music. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You had like a recording or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I don't know, did we... Re- you're, <coughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, man. Yep. I hope you're enjoying every <laughs> second of this. <laughs> He's milking it. He's <laughs> just... Oh, yeah. This is the only time like I could do it. Because like, it right. will, the joke will just run out and it will lose its <laughs> legs. Right now, it has some legs and it's running its race. Fair enough. So let's enjoy the race while it's there. <laughs> what else do you want to know, Rav? What yeah, else do you want to know? Because we can't they're remember. They're an open book them. right yeah, now. Yeah, go for it. You open book? Like, super open book. Uh, <laughs> Subchapters are a bit, you know. Yeah. Let's see. see. All right. So what was the most capture captivating thing that you found in Don? Oh, my God. Like, about <laughs> him. Like, him. What was the super... Captive. What was the thing that le- left the good impression? I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna flip this. I'm gonna flip this because 
He's okay. always trying to like embarrass me. Gotcha. But I'm gonna t- I'm gonna change it around. The the thing that the, the thing that drew me most to to Blessy mm. was um, the fact that uh, how passionate she was about music and how passionate she is about music. Mm. And and just like we were back then, we find a way to motivate ourselves and, and, and inspire ourselves. Fucking, wow. You just destroyed everybody's wow. ears. Oh my that was god. perfect. The build-up. Oh Ooh, my god. Alright, so bless your turn. That was, oh I don't know where to go from there, to be honest. That was, um, oh god. The timing was perfect. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, um, I think for the movement that he was a part of and what he was leading and trying to do uh, was very aspirational for me. Mm. And that's what, that's what hooked me in, I think. Nice. God nice. damn it. With these inspirational, nice. inspiration, it's just too inspirational right yeah. now. It's, yeah, it's it's funny because um, we were at different stages in our life back then, mm. and it didn't didn't necessarily work. But we kept in contact, we were, like we were still friends and stuff like that. And um, we realized that we're the same person. The same person. It's so weird. <laughs> we're the same person. So it was like, yeah, I th- yeah, I, and I'm like. What? How are you thinking the same? Th- it was weird. It was mm. very, very similar, if not the same thoughts about uh, projects or creative things, or even how intrinsically you feel towards those things or yeah. whatever you move through in your life. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, stop it! Get out of my <laughs> head. <laughs> and now, uh, yeah, every time we, every time you and I chat, it's almost like yeah, no. we we've experienced the same thing, but on different tangents, yes. different things. Yeah. Um, but so it's reassuring to have that yeah. in life. It's super reassuring, and that's why I'm like, I'm grateful that there's this safe space here. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, you guys, he's gonna play another song. And uh, uh, you know, all good things have to come to an end. <laughs> <laughs> and I promise, now that I have <laughs> you guys together here, expressing your stories, that this joke will end after this. Thank fuck. After this <sighs> question. Okay. So, why didn't it last? Different seasons. Seasons, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. like we're so in different states or something, or different countries. Well, technically, Wollongong and Sydney. Yeah, are <laughs> two hours away, three. Yeah, hours. It, it's a lot when when you're a creative as well, and you're going for your own things or dreams mm. or goals. Mm. That takes the front seat. Mm. Yeah, above all else, because you answer to that because that's who you are. Mm. That's and you're trying to still navigate through that without distraction. Mm. And so, it was, it was supposed to play out the way that it's that it played out yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh wow this was actually one of the songs that you guys played on the first um yeah. soul good and you things. remember that he was wearing the I, vest I remember because the three guys were he's all harmonizing to this um Harry Anton was yeah. there I think yes and you and you, was it me? I think well? so. You oh. were all playing this. Wow, so the end of the road began a new one. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why did I do that? Really? I, instant regret. <laughs> instant regret. So that end of the road. <laughs> no, the perfect you, analogy. Shit. Oh, yeah. A new road. That, that was an alley oop right there. Uh, Why'd I do that? <laughs> one of those yeah. Um Yeah, I remember it. I, I do remember that because 
with when it comes to music or sounds, um, that's how I kind of measure life as yeah. well. It will always remind me of a certain point in time. Um, wow, you're just loving this. I know. <laughs> Sorry, the music is good. <laughs> yeah. But I'm a pocket there. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for coming on to the show and um, allowing Raf to uh, roast us both. To roast us. <laughs> Usually it's just the me, so it's, it's, it's good. You it's share good the load to, yeah. today. Yeah, thank you. So now we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> He's run out of steam. <laughs> We're run out of steam. The jokes, uh, I've officially ended the joke here now. We can now have normal conversations. Oh, Thank can we? We can have normal conversations. No, I don't think we can. <laughs> no, I don't think there's a there's a no going back. It's like it's out there. <laughs> you know, this is probably the only time I'm gonna see Bless. <laughs> it's like we're done. Probably another year <laughs> probably or so. Probably another year. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, so far. But like, what's the message you would like to send to the audience of the Chico's podcast um, after all that we've spoken about? Um, it comes back down to uh, a quote MJ said very nonchalantly in an interview. And for the creatives out there that have that curiosity or want to lean into something new and are fearful and scared and doubt themselves and don't even know where to start or try, start with believing yourself, study the greats and become greater. Boom. Boom. There it is. And once again, where can they find you, Bless? At Blessy Picker. That's my Instagram. Um, you can look me up on Facebook. Same thing. Hey, so and what's the what you're what? So, what bless. is it that you're doing? What do you do? I'm an entertainmentpreneur. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> there it is. And Don, what do you do? I do a lot of stuff. Hey. <laughs> no longer be like stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's Yo, not, that's that was not your what Insta handle. Used to be what's, what's, your, like what's your Insta handle now? Blessy Picker. Hey, yeah. so you just don't like stuff anymore? Look, I still like stuff, but now I am just um, being more shameless and fearless in how mm. I um, put my identity out there. Mm. It's more definitive now. Yes, mm. and she's yeah, leaving I, that to mm. me. Yeah, to do so all the stuff. You can do all the stuff while you like like, like all the stuff. But yeah. I just want to ask you, since you had that handle. Mm-hmm. And since we're all about the positivity stuff, I want to flip it just a little bit. Here we go. Tell me something. Tell me something that you hate. Ooh. Hate? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, like, like if, anything? If there were, like anything. Like anything that, that grinds your gears. With with what in particular? Anything. Just, and oh. just it, it can be something as minuscule as I, did, I don't like skim milk or <laughs> I don't like it when people like leave the toilet seat I down hate, or something. I hate limiting self-belief. <laughs> You're on brand all the time, aren't you? Always on brand. I just I can't, I can't shake it off. Because I, I still do it myself. So, and I hate that I, hate, I still have that. Yeah, don't worry. It's always a self. Well everyone's everyone's a progress. Well everyone's well a self progress yeah. in work. That's right. I love it. <laughs> it's all about it's all about inspiration with you, ain't it? It is, man. <laughs> all I'm about the inspiration. Out there, like. You know, back yeah, yeah, home yeah. and everything. That's just kind of something that we just naturally do. Mm. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'll get you. I'll get you off your. Yeah. I'll get you. I'll get you something. Don't worry. I'll be. I'll get you. What? I don't know. Trying to throw you off guard. Trying to throw you off guard. All right. You get me on something. All right. Cool. All right. So, this is the part of the show we call the Chico Stash, where we 
showcase a song that we've been jamming last week, this week, next week, or mm. into the future, or into the past, or something when we were 10 years old, or even 20, or even now when we're in our 30s. So we always start off with Don doing stuff, and since he has no sleeves, and he's getting more attention than any of us in this room right now. <laughs> so Goku, um, what song do you want to play for the cheat code stash? I want to play a... Uh a song by by someone who is produced by someone who is not a local artist, but the singer is a local mm-hmm. artist. Um, shout outs to my friend Dimas Pradipta from Indonesia. Um, he produced this song called Sunshine. I believe it is about his son. Uh, his and it's sung by uh, a good friend of mine, Rohan. Um, I'll let the song speak for itself because it's a fucking amazing song. Hey. Um, such a nice sounding song it's like one of those drive down the coast with it feels it. very 90s in a sense never knew what was missing never ready though i've been wishing didn't know what's next for me starts so out that like one that. day you can holding you close to me can you picture what i'm feeling that's so good has got like this quintessential r&b voice it's just Oh. Can I get him on drum Hell yeah. Yeah. R&B night. Hell yeah. Can you get him? I'll message him. Yeah. I'm saying hell yeah like he's going to say this really Play this song. This book. Hey. It's nice, right? It's sunny. Yeah, it is really. It's very sunny. You drive back to Wollongong along, you know the, along the beach <laughs> with this. Yeah. Because it's sunshine, right? 100%. It's called sunshine. <laughs> Yeah, like Dimas is he's a musician, producer, amazing, amazing uh, musician, producer. He's worked with um, Zorsi, aka Julian Sanchez, um, on his music. Thought I knew what life was supposed to make. Try to find it, but I lost it. But when you came into my yeah. life, I saw the that was sunshine by Dimas Perdita featuring Rohan Ayer. Hey, so blessy all the way from the gong. What song <laughs> you want to put the Chicota stash on? I've been vibing to this band. I don't know if you if they're called Lab or Lab. Have you heard of them? No, not yet. You'll you'll not hear yet. it and be like, of course you like that stuff. What does it stand for, Lab? If it's a oh no, they're, they're a New Zealand band. So loud ass band. Loud ass band. It's called Natural. It's it's just I don't know. It's just beautiful. Natural right. by LAB. Yeah. All right. So let me find out. I'll play it for you. I got it. Hey, smooth transition. Yeah, of course you like this stuff. See? <laughs> Bit of bluesy. Your soul. Soul. Mm. In the morning light. First we get sunshine, then we get natural. Your whisper in the day. This is where the Filipinos that graduate from listening to shit like the Eagles and um, stylistics go to. It's only natural to do. I feel natural. Right? It's your smile. 
in the marketplace Your touch when we meet again I like this It's more than a world at the start Smooth Who come closer It's like getting like RJ vibes but also now. like it's something yeah. natural to do baby. A bit of James Taylor I'm feeling natural with you Got that simplicity to it mm. It's something natural to do Kind of like Teskey Brothers in that sense too I'm feeling yeah, it's very melodic natural with like you no. Nice I was going to play something hip hop but Yeah go for it but now I'm just gonna go with the live vibes. Your, live your truth. Live your truth. Well, my truth. If you want to live my truth, I'm gonna play this song then. Uh, old school, oldie but a goodie. This is just once by James Ingram. <laughs> Yo, this song is fire. I love this I love song this so much. Cool. <laughs> it's like a hardcore karaoke song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it You're not Filipino if you don't know this song and you haven't sung this song. Catch and release, guys. I did my Catch best. My nephew sings this song, and he's changes. mine. Oh, it's so good. Back it's so good. It's generational. It you is know? really. Are you sing the chorus, guys? Yes. Of course. Just once, can we figure out what we've been doing wrong? Hey. Why we never last very long? What am I, I doing like this wrong? Quincy. Just once, can we find a way to finally make it right? <laughs> Make the magic last for more than just one night We could just get through it I know we could break through it Quincy's a master Was this Quincy Jones? Yes sir Oh my goodness He was going to give this to MJ but ended up giving it to James Ingram Imagine the MJ version True. I don't I'm think it would imagine. be I as think it. I don't think it'd be as iconic as this because yeah. this is timbre in James Ingram's voice yeah. that has this. Yeah, his voice really resonates to Filipino dad. Yeah, <laughs> MJ's voice doesn't. <laughs> I don't think it would be such a such a Filipino karaoke hit. The register that his voice is in. Mm. And you can hear experience in the voice, like life experience in it. Yes. Like like he he he's gone through the shit. Yeah. You know? Just yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. When he can mm-hmm. finally make it, finally make it right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. See, I'm just like reminiscing now. That's a good song. Hey. So Don, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on my website donedoingstuff.online or on Instagram, Facebook at donedoingstuff. Uh, check out my music, Don Valix, on Spotify. Check out and Curious. All, thank you. Uh, on all uh, Spotify and all music streaming platforms. And you can find me, rafflores.com, hyperlbrand.com, or anything to do with your visual needs and turn your niche, your brand into a video. Mm. 
hit me up info at rafflores.com whether it be corporate videos wedding videos music videos anything to do with your brand getting onto that screen yeah. let me help you out we're doing live streaming as well so enjoy that as well yeah. so you can even hit me up rafflores.hypereal so one more time where can they find you Blessy? at Blessy Picker that's my Instagram slide in the DMs comment whatever nice. I will respond and where can I find the cheat coders you can check us out on thecheatcoders.com we're on all mus- uh, podcast streaming platforms but check us out on our website, thecheatcoders.com. And Don, I'm going to throw you um, on the spot. What's the moral of the story of this episode? Moral of the story of this of this episode is don't hide under the bed. Shine on that bedside table. <laughs> One more time. Don't hide under the bed. Don't hide under the bed. Shine on that bedside table. We're going to shine at full wattage. Yeah, full wattage. Full wattage. You gotta, you, you gotta mix the levels. You're gonna kill everybody's ears in this. Oh my lord! Get in the back seat, baby. <laughs> he plays this every fucking episode. Yeah, every fucking episode. Hey.